0: Hubhopper Originals.
1: To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. When I was growing this blog, I was in college and it was senior year, a few months before graduation. And I had a crazy near-death experience where a bacteria got into my bloodstream and my body went into septic shock. I was induced into a medical coma given a 1% chance to live. The doctors told my mom when they were inducing me into a coma, call your family. She has 24 hours. And so that changed my entire life. I was in a coma for six days in the intensive care unit for a total of 10. And through that journey. I experienced so many different things, really tapping into the power of the mind. And I've learned so many lessons years later, thinking back to that journey, but what has been the most challenging. And I think the most pivotal was not actually my near-death experience, but it's what that it's what came afterwards, which was a chronic illness. I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease from all Mm -hmm. the back, from all the trauma, all the bacteria, all the antibiotics are pumping in my system. And that has been the hardest journey that I've ever experienced because it never ends, right? It's with me forever. There's no cure for an autoimmune for any type of chronic illness. And so that really was a pivotal moment that led me to a lot of the things I'm doing today.
0: Hello and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast, where we share hot tips on how to do life and business without losing your mind. I'm your host, Savita Nanjapa, entrepreneur, high-achieving 9-to-5-er turned transformational success coach, helping you create a wildly successful business. Come hang out with me and other fabulous humans like you every week for stories and chats packed with a healthy dose of tips, resources, how-tos, and real talk. Side effects may include a happier and more confident you with each passing day. Hi and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast. Joining me today on the show is Alexa Carlin, the founder of Women Empower X and the author of upcoming book, Adaptable. Every time we look for guests, I always look for people who are inspiring who are creating impact in the world out there, who are making a difference, who are transforming lives, who motivate me to do better, to be better, to make a difference in people's lives myself, to create change, and who make me want to chase massive goals. And my guest today is, my guest today is all of this and more. I'm really excited to bring Alexa to Indian audiences and to female entrepreneurs here in India for the first time. And when you hear Alexa's story, you will understand why she's so inspiring. With that, let me introduce Alexa to you. Alexa Carlin is an in-demand public speaker, author of Adaptable, TV personality, founder and CEO of Women Empower X, also known as WEX the premier community for women entrepreneurs. Alexa uses her infectious energy and courageous spirit to empower women to turn their obstacles into opportunities and pursue their dreams. Genuine by nature, caring at heart and always inspirational, Alexa's vulnerability allows her to authentically connect with diverse women around the world, helping them understand the true potential they hold. Her company Women Empower X helps women entre- on Women Empower X helps women entrepreneurs grow their businesses and brands through WEX's cutting edge courses, events, and publishing division WEX Press. Alexa Carlin has worked with Fortune Global 500 brands to create captivating and relatable content and has been featured on the Oprah Winfrey Network, Shader TV. Fox, ABC, CBS, TEDx, and In Entrepreneur, Glamour Magazine, and Forbes, among others. From a 1% chance to live to now on a mission to make a difference in one person's life a day, Alexa is creating ripple effects of change for women everywhere. Join me as I speak to Alexa, who joins me from the United States, for this episode. Hi, and welcome to the Success with Savita show. I'm really excited to interview you today, Alexa, because to me, I think this is the first time we're bringing you to Indian audiences and Indian female entrepreneurs. This podcast has 80% um, and above of female audiences, and most of them entrepreneurs in business. So I'm very excited to bring you in here. So welcome to the podcast, welcome to India, and welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. I'm very excited
0: yeah and with that let's kickstart straight away share with us your journey so far and the instant that changed everything for you
1: oh man all right jumping right in um... So I, I've been an entrepreneur since I'm 17 years old, always with a mission to make a difference in at least one person's life every single day, because I truly believe in the individual and the impact people can have. And so I was growing different businesses from a jewelry business where I uh, donated a percentage to help build schools in Africa, make these villages self-sustainable through education that led to a blog that I started to help instill confidence in young girls and women. And mm-hmm. when I was growing this blog, I was in college and it was senior year, a few months before graduation. And I had a crazy near-death experience where a bacteria got into my bloodstream and my body went into septic shock. I was induced into a medical coma, given a 1% chance to live. The doctors told my mom when they were inducing me into a coma, call your family. She has 24 hours. And so that changed my entire life. I was in a coma for six days in the intensive uh, care unit for a total of 10. And through that journey, I experienced so many different things, really tapping into the power of the mind. And I've learned so many lessons years later, thinking back to that journey, but what has been the most challenging. And I think the most pivotal was not actually my near-death experience, but it's what that it's, what came afterwards, which was a chronic illness. I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. From all mm-hmm. the back t- from all the trauma, all the bacteria, all the antibiotics are pumping in my system. And that has been the hardest journey that I've ever experienced because it never ends, right? It's with me forever. There's no cure for yeah. an autoimmune for any type of chronic illness. And so that really was a pivotal moment that led me to a lot of the things I'm
0: doing today. Wow. Wow. I've seen this on the video when I was um, doing research, of course, but to hear you say it, when you came out of, you know, with that 1% chance, and then when you came back, you got healthy, but of course you have the autoimmune um, issue now. What were some thoughts that actually went through your head, like about what was next for you?
1: So it was a long journey. I mean, it was... Years to uh, get to that pivotal moment that led me to share my story vulnerably and authentically. Because for a long time, I was victimized by my circumstance. And I think that's really easy for people to do because when you are faced with things that are out of your control, mm-hmm. you become a victim to circumstance. And you're like, well, I can't do anything about this. This is the way it is. And that's what was happening to me. But I, was only now 22 years old at this time. And I'm like, I cannot live the rest of my life like this. And I had to make a choice. And I think we all have to make a choice that your obstacles can do one of two things. They can either hold you back or fuel you forward. But the beautiful part of that is that that choice is up to you. And when I just became so sick and tired of waiting, waiting for something to change, waiting for my life to change, waiting to get back to my old Alexa version of myself, you know, Mm -hmm. I realized like that, that's in my past. I am never going to be that same person. This is my new normal. And I need to learn how to adapt to make the most of what I have to deal with today. And you know, we, we keep on waiting for things to change, waiting for something to change, but you must not wait for life to change. You must change your own life. And there was a moment in my bathroom. Um, and I was looking at myself in my mirror and I had this epiphany moment almost where I stopped asking myself why this happened to me. And I asked myself, why did this happen for me? and that's what led me on a journey of curiosity, and being curious mm-hmm. enough to discover what that thing may be, and and have the strength to not give up when it was so easy to
0: give up. Yeah, but I, I also think you are you've always been a very aware and very mature individual, and I think that probably comes from you know being able to start your business at 17, and then uh, you decide to start the Women Empower Expo.
1: Yeah so i was starting to well so after this moment i was like hey I, I this happened for me uh maybe my story can inspire other people so i became very passionate about public speaking and keep in mind like i was super shy growing up i was so shy in middle school i couldn't even raise my hand in class but I thought that my journey can inspire someone else. And so I pitched myself to about 60 different organizations, small events, little luncheons, 10, 15 people said, I'll speak for free. Not one person gave me the opportunity. So all of that rejection obviously can get to you. And I spent months mm-hmm. thinking, okay, well, I can't be a public speaker because no one's giving me the opportunity to publicly speak. But when that insatiable curiosity is inside of you and that burning passion i i had to share my story i felt like i couldn't go on another day without doing this and i had another epiphany moment where i thought why am i putting my dreams in someone else's hands like don't ever put your dreams mm. in the hands of a stranger so i decided to create my mm. own event and at the time it was underneath my blog but okay. i got a local co-working space to donate the spot i asked two to three of my blogger friends that had somewhat of an audience to come speak. Cause I didn't have a large audience. And I started like practicing speaking under my own events. The first event we had five people and I was like, yes, I get to inspire five people today. Cause again, it's always been my, my dream and mission to inspire one person a day, at least one person a day. And, mm-hmm. and that First event of five people grew to 15 people, grew to 30 people. And soon enough, people in in my audience, they were having their own events. I started speaking on their stage. And long story short, it was about a year before I got my first paid gig. And as Mm -hmm. I was speaking more and more, both like professionally, locally, I saw a very big need for uh, diverse women to connect because every event I spoke at was very segmented. Off mm-hmm. by age, like it was only millennials or only women further along in their career, or industry, or even ethnicity. And I just thought, like, how much change can we create if we just connect and collaborate with diverse women, different backgrounds, different ages, different thoughts and ideas and perspectives? And that's what led me to starting Woman in Power. X. At the time it was an expo. expo. It, yeah. Right. It transformed into a full-on experience, a movement. But uh, that journey of needing that community, that inclusivity, and, and also feeling alone myself on the journey. I knew there had to be a better way to connect. And a community was was what I needed and what I thought other people needed as
0: well. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. Stay tuned as we take a quick break and we'll see you on the other side of the show. Wow, I love the story because you created your own event. You were not unfazed by having just five people. I I probably would have been faced by only five people showed up. So that means I'm not good enough, but I love that. And moving on from that, from what you created, now you have your book coming out, which is also about, you know, making a choice. So tell us about your book, Adaptable.
1: Yeah. So my book adaptable is my first published title, and it's all about learning how to adapt to the challenges, the obstacles, the changes, the things that we can't control in our life. And like I said mm-hmm. before, a lot of times we become a victim to circumstance because we think this is the way it is. Cause I don't have control over this. And mm-hmm. if you learn how to adapt and focus on the things you do have control being able to really rediscover the hope when hope may be lost. I lost hope for many years Mm -hmm. and it's helping you rediscover that light within you and understanding that like life isn't about learning to find your inner power. It's learning how to use it. And this book is really that journey. Every chapter has a personal story from Mm -hmm. uh, my time growing my blog and and meeting Mark Jacobs and a crazy experience in New York City to the time when I was traveling in Israel and learned really about the fear of missing out and to my near-death experience and and different challenges and obstacles and things that a lot of us uh, go through in our own way. And each chapter has that personal story with that take-home lesson, uh, as well as an action to help you implement it into your own life, so you can become adaptable. Because I truly believe that will help you
0: become unstoppable. Wow! I signed up to I, I got the uh, signed up to the pre-order, I, I can't wait to get my hands on your book. Thank you. And, <laughs> yeah, and therefore my next question is: You know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. How has that changed? Because that's, I mean, everything that's happened, and then you have the pandemic as well. How has that changed you and your business?
1: Oh, man, it's changed so much. Talk about having to pivot. Mm -hmm. Um, So before the pandemic, we were hosting large conferences, Uh, two to 3,000 people were attending Women in Power X conferences around the, the United States. And I was also traveling to all different uh cities in the US for speaking. And so when the pandemic hit, my entire business model was out the door yeah, because none yeah. of we couldn't do any of that. So there was a, a a while and this is actually one of the things I go deeper into the book, but there was a while where I was pivoting based on what I thought would work and hold us over because and I think a lot of businesses did that. We put a bandaid on the situation thinking it would only last a few months. And then we slowly saw that bandaid come off and realized like, this is not going to work. And I got burnt out because I felt like COVID-19 stole all my dreams away. Again, after I worked so Mm -hmm. hard, we were really getting like larger sponsors. We just hit the West coast. It was really challenging. And I was doing all these different things that people were saying, like the shiny object syndrome of Mm -hmm. what was working. And that's when I started to feel burned out and really lose my passion for why I started it. And through that, I developed a a system called my non-negotiable list and that really helped me pivot with purpose, understanding mm. what are my non-negotiables when it comes to my career that I have to have. And when I put this list down on paper, I realized like in-person events, in-person speaking was not even on the list mm. using my, my voice. To spread a message was on the list. Being able to connect with diverse women was on the list. Collaboration over competition, diversity, inclusivity, like freedom, all those things were on the list. But what I realized, like there's many ways to get to where you want to be and you must never give up on the first, second, third try. And so this helped me pivot in a way that was still aligned with my purpose. So we launched the WEX Nation Membership which has the exact yeah. same purpose as our events, helping women gain visibility, credibility, grow their business while surrounded by that community of support. Mm-hmm. And that really helped bring back that passion alive because we are still fulfilling the same mission. The path just looked a little bit
0: different. Yeah. And now it's virtual. I love it. I love it. You just opened up membership. So I'm going to share all of that, uh, with the podcast, uh, notes, but While you had so many struggles, including the pandemic, would you still say there was one big, like maybe a mindset struggle for you or was it this what you just shared? Maybe you already answered that.
1: Uh, I mean, I think there's been so many different mindset struggles, like imposter syndrome or feeling like I'm not where I should be because I felt like I lost so many years with Mm. my illness. And that was the same with like, in the dating world, Um, I felt like, you know, there has been, I was, I mean, five to six years, I was in and out of doctors, in and out of hospitals, living back with my parents for their support. And I just felt like I, I just kept on trying and standing back up and getting knocked down again. And that was hard. That was very, very hard because I imagine like when you are at an okay place in your life, Maybe not everything's going perfect, but there's no tragedy. There's no trauma, right? You're at an okay place. If you get knocked down, if you try something, you get knocked down. It's easier to stand back up. But if you get knocked down and then you get knocked down again and knocked down again, and you are at a low place already whether it's mental health challenges, depression, um, you know, the trauma you're still trying to overcome or even just business obstacles, whatever it is. But when you're at that lower place and you get knocked down again, it is very difficult to stand back up because you're already at such a, a deep, hard level. And, and that was where I was at for many, many years. And so there was a lot of mindset work I had to do. And I share a lot of different techniques in the book, but Really, it came down to, again, choosing what to focus on, the things that I do have control over, shifting my perspective to see that this autoimmune disease, these challenges helped me become the person I am today and will help me become the person I'm meant to be. It's Mm. helped me become an empathetic leader. Mm. It's helped me connect deeper with people. And so obviously it's very easy to say it versus do it and feel it. But it is a lifelong journey. And you have to give yourself that uh, time, that patience, that permission to be able to keep on standing up and know that, I mean, I truly believe everything in our life is for a reason. And when you look back on your journey, all the dots connect to help you achieve what you want. But the main thing is that you can't give up.
0: Mm. I hear you. I I think like you rightly said, maybe once you fall, you can get up, but over and over again, it takes, it takes something from deep inside you. Would you say, uh, I I was reading about how you went to Washington DC for one of the events, right? What is like the biggest risk? Would you, would you say that's your biggest risk? Oh, is there like, what's your biggest risk so far in business?
1: Um, I I actually think that was probably one of our biggest risks because I actually booked the DC convention center, a huge 30,000 square foot ballroom before we ever even hosted our first event in South Florida. So we had our first event coming up October, 2016. Mm -hmm. And a few months before this first event to see if it was even a success, uh, I saw what was happening in the world regarding like politics. This was during Uh, Trump and Hillary Clinton when they were running. And I just thought like, this is really, really needed. And I wanted to make our mark to show that we're more than just an event. We're more than just this experience. We're here for real change. And what better place to showcase that than Washington, DC. So I took a huge risk and put a down payment on the convention center in DC. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was a very big risk. And we hosted our first event. It was a success, and DC attracted over 1,500 people at our first event. And DC has been our biggest event to date. We've hosted three events there, three consecutive years in a row. But uh, this was right before the Women's March, the Me Too movement, Times yeah. Up movement. So we really were aligned with the way you know things needed to go. And obviously I never could have imagined what happened, but that's, uh, I think because, you know, Hillary Clinton did not win. Mm. It was so needed at the time. Cause we were hosting our event in May of that, that spring. And so okay. it was, it was so needed and necessary for us to be there. Um, and so the risk definitely paid off. But of course, there's been risks that, that haven't paid off, but that was definitely one of probably the biggest ones.
0: Yeah. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. And my um moving on, like according to you, what is one important value an entrepreneur should have in today's world? Uh maybe hard to pick out. <laughs> there so, are so many.
1: Yeah, I mean, I. Would say an entrepreneur needs to value um, their, their community. I mean, you, an entrepreneur to be successful, you really have to value other people's opinions, Mm. other people's voices and value and really nourish and nurture your community, because community to me has been everything. It's one of the things that I think saved my life and, and helped me not give up. And, and so it's, I hold a huge value on that. Everything we do is rooted in community.
0: I think that's a great answer because a lot of people would go with so many other values, right, like passion and stuff, but I would have never thought of community. So yeah, I think that's a great answer. So what's next for WEX uh, or Women X?
1: uh so we are focused on becoming one of the largest go to memberships uh for women entrepreneurs to really help connect our community with mm. the right stakeholders the right people as well as the right opportunities. So we're really focused on making this a go-to hub so you so our community can feel less overwhelmed, less like searching for the answers elsewhere and just focus on what they love to do best without that overwhelm of like social media or whatever it may be. So we're we're really focused on that. And then uh growing from there, we would like to empower our, our members to take the to take what they're learning and foster their own community online and offline and ha- help our members start connecting locally when they travel around the world. And so that's, that's where I really see WEX being such a community-driven company and empowering our members with our support and our resources to help them scale and, and find their community through the WEX Nation.
0: Yeah, so count me in, I'm in, all in for this. I think that's a great (laughs) vision to have. And I know you've you've had so many, um, I think challenges thrown at you and you've dealt with it. Of course, from the outside, only you know what has been, what it's taken, but it looks like you have really, um, worked with these challenges, made like come out, um, stepping up into your power, being so confident. So what's one tip that you would share to overcome a mental block? Is there some hack or tip that you recommend if I feel stuck or feel like it's just not happening?
1: So, oh man, there's so many good ones. I I'll share two with you. So if you are feeling Super like trying to control the outcome, trying to feel like, why is this not happening for me? Like, what's going, what am I doing wrong? Am I on the right path? Like all those questions, just say the mantra to yourself, surrender, Mm -hmm. surrender, surrender to the flow, surrender to the journey. And that does not mean give up or give in, but it means you work hard, you do your best, you stay focused, you follow your intuition, and then you surrender and trust that the outcome will be what you need it to be. It may not be what you think it's going to be, but it's what you need. And that surrender, like that mantra has helped like relieve so much stress while I'm growing and while I'm really focused on things that are so meaningful to me. And then the second mindset hack is uh, around fear. When you feel fear, no one, that fear is inevitable. We all feel feel fear and I don't think there's any, such thing as a fearless leader, or fearless entrepreneur, we all feel it, but ask yourself when you're struck with fear and you see that it's kind of affecting your decisions and actions, ask yourself, is this, do I fear? Well, say to yourself, there's two things. I'll say to yourself, I fear regret more than I fear failure. Mm. I fear regret more than I fear failure. Because when you say that to yourself, you'll be more likely to take that action step, more likely to make that decision, more likely to to make that bigger risk or take that bigger risk because, you know, that regret sucks. And it's better to try and not succeed than live with that awful feeling of regret.
0: Yeah. How do you speak so well? (laughs) I mean, it's just it's from the heart. And you just connect so well. I love how you, uh, I mean, that came out and you put that out so beautifully. And finally, as we come towards the end of this interview, I would love to have you stay and keep answering for me. But uh, I just have two more questions, which is what does a day in your life look like? Because you have so many things going on. And what does it look like behind the scenes? Yeah,
1: so it's been, um, crazy busy lately with my book coming out, but I actually, I wake up around, uh, between six and six 30 in the morning and I go downstairs in my house, make some coffee. That's like a big motivator for me to get up that early. And I usually, uh, go out to my, um, my patio and mm-hmm. I take some time to kind to just, think and be to myself. I don't, it's not necessarily like sitting with my eyes closed meditating, but it's alone time. And that really helps me make sure my mindset is on the right track for that day. And I'm also visualizing what's most, you know, what I want to achieve that day. Mm -hmm. And then I go to my calendar. I make sure that all the free time that I have in the sense of in between press interviews and meetings, I schedule task blocks. So mm-hmm. I'm making sure that I'm staying on top of what my priorities are. And then through there, I just literally follow my calendar. And, uh, and then at night, I spend time with uh, my fiance. Nice.
0: <laughs> and uh, staying very yeah. focused. Yeah, go ahead. So- yeah, sorry. One other thing.
1: I always talk to my mom Mm -hmm. and dad every single day.
0: Oh, I love that. Every single day. Yes. Okay. So staying focused on your calendar, having your calendar in place is one of the things that really keeps you on track. Okay. And before I let you go, uh, your, I know you've given us so many great tips, any advice you have for female entrepreneurs today who are just starting out maybe,
1: um, If you are just starting out on your business journey, on your entrepreneurial journey, um, make sure that you tap into your why. Why are you doing this? Make sure that you are listening to your intuition and not others, not following that shiny object syndrome, That's uh, that shiny object that's dangling in front of you. Um, And really understand that there's so many opportunities in front of you. Um, It may be challenging, It may be more difficult for you based on where you live, based on your resources, but that's what's making you stronger. And that's what's helping you with your journey in becoming who you're meant to become. And please, please find the courage to share your story vulnerably, because the more you add who you are and what you do, that is your key point of differentiation to help you rise above the noise and help you stand out
0: in your industry. Thank you. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. And the book comes out September.
1: Yep, September fourteenth. It is now available for pre-order called Adaptable.
0: Yes, and we're going to have all our audience sign up to that pre-order. And uh, I'm looking forward to your book. Also, I want you to know that you're someone who I think is very inspiring. So all the best to uh, for you for your book launch. And for everything else that uh, you're doing at WEX, of course, I'm going to be following your journey. So all the very best to you. And thank you so much for your time today and being so generous in showing up here today and talking to me. And I look forward to Indian audiences joining WEX as well.
1: Definitely. Thank you so much. I look forward to possibly collaborating with you in the future. Yes. Yes. Thank
0: you. You can also follow me on my Instagram at successwithsavita and DM me any questions you may have and I will be happy to answer them for you. Until the next episode, believe in yourself and all the best to your success. It's Hubhopper Original. for listening Hubhopper original. If you want to launch your podcast, you register to the Hubhopper studio website and in one minute launch